The Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. I am Jared. Just a lot of happy Tuesday, everybody. Let's pop on over to our Hammerhead hotline, and we're going to bring in my good friend Sam King of the Lafayette Journal and Courier, who does an absolutely amazing job of covering your local high school sports. Does some of the college stuff, too. Really, really good job at that. Uh, but uh, today we're going to talk a little high school uh, hoops with him. Sam, uh, always a pleasure talking with you. How are you, bud? Um, much better now that you're back on the air. My Monday was absolutely ruined to uh, to tune in and find out you weren't around. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, did you, I, look, you're going to be a homeowner here. I'll tell you, home ownership is a pain in the butt. I literally had to just take a day to do nothing but stuff around the house. So I'm, I understand completely. I I would like to have a day of uh, of lounging. That's that's my goal. That's called uh, 22 goals. That's called July, right? For you, that's what you get like that first week of July, and then that's it. Uh, maybe a couple weeks in July, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when it has to happen. Well, it's a big night tonight. Let's start with the uh, boys' hoops. Uh, it's the IU Health Hoops Classic. Uh, kicks off at uh, Jeff and Harrison tonight. Which uh, why can't they just put it all in one place for you, man? This is bonkers. Uh, it starts with CC and Twin Lakes at six tonight at Jeff, uh, followed by McCutcheon and uh, Jeff, the second game. Over at Harrison, it's Westside versus Benton Central at 6, Rensselaer Central at Harrison at 7.30. Uh, you're probably heading out to Jeff there, first game, CC and uh, Twin Lakes. Uh, what are some of the big things you're looking for in this year's uh, Hoops Classic? Uh, well, I think the, the number one thing is um, a lot of years we go into this tournament and as you mentioned, it, it used to be a different format. There'd be two games; it'd be all at one site. Two games Monday, two games Tuesday, two games Thursday, two Friday, and then four in a row on Saturday. Um, that's not the case anymore. They're doing two different locations and only playing three nights, which is good for my workload, but it's bad for me being able to see everybody play multiple times over the course of the week. Um, the big thing is, I go into the tournament most years and know this team is the favorite or these two teams are the favorite or, or whatever it might be. And this year, you don't really have that. There's a lot of uh, a lot of guys that graduated from a lot of teams in this tournament last year to where you're saying, I don't know what these teams look like or, or what they've got this year, which is you know, maybe why this tournament is so great because you get that gauge early about um, who's where and, and whatnot. So um, if I had to pick a favorite, I would probably say it would be Harrison just because the Raiders have um, – Maybe, you know, some of these teams have maybe that one guy that stands out. Uh, I think Harrison really has two in senior General Lucas and junior Ben Henderson. Both of them have been starting or playing varsity anyway since they were freshmen. So I think that maybe gives them an edge of experience and then also those two guys that can really take over a game. Um, but there's been some, you know, we just most of these teams have played one game and we've seen a, a lot of good things. Um, Jaden Buchanan with Lafayette Jeff had a huge night um, leading the Broncos to a win Saturday. You had uh, um, Jonathan Howard at McCutcheon, big win over West Lafayette in that season opener. Um, that's a sophomore who didn't really play varsity a whole lot, and then he comes out and has 26 points against the Red Devils. So, um, you know, some new names that maybe people aren't familiar with on the varsity level anyway are going to get a chance to shine in three games this week. And uh, that's always what's fun about it is kind of seeing those new players who step up and maybe you weren't expecting to uh, come out and make a name for themselves early in the season. I was like it too because you get a lot of matchups here that uh, you can double dip on on some of these uh, city matchups, which I think is always great for uh, the community and uh, for the teams. Uh, 
Uh, Sam, I know a, a lot of these teams, too, have gotten a, at least uh, one game in here as well. But the thing that stands out for me this year, too, is the fact that uh, you don't have football players that are still having to wait out a couple of more games. Like, you're, you're going to get everybody's at full strength here uh, as they start out the season, right? Because usually we'll have, you know, maybe like Westside or maybe Central Catholic will be down a couple of bodies just because they're coming off of state championship runs this year. I mean, it, everybody right out the gates, good to go. Yes, uh, you know, that's bad for the football uh, teams, but good for the basketball coaches. Um, now, Dave Barrett, whose son is the quarterback at Central Catholic, probably would have preferred if his son won a state championship and he didn't get to get him quite yet. But, uh, you know, I think he told me a couple weeks ago there's been two or three years since this tournament started that he's had his full roster at full strength when this tournament began. So um, rare occasion for him. Uh, West Lafayette, you have a new head coach in Jacob Van Arsdale, who's actually played in this tournament and almost led Harrison to a, a pretty big upset in the championship over Lafayette Jeff some years ago. I, you know, the, the years escaped me. It's probably around 2009, 2010, something like that. But now he's a head coach, which tells you we've been around these parts quite a while <laughs> when uh, people we used to cover are now head coaches. So, um, you know, that's an interesting storyline to see as the season goes on as the the new head coach at Benton Central, the new head coach at West Lafayette, and how those teams kind of perform because, you know, I think Benton Central has a chance to be pretty good this year, uh, certainly its best year in, in quite a while. So that'll be one thing I'm looking at tonight is who comes out victorious in that game. Um, but yeah, you're right. Um, West Lafayette has been hurt with the success of the football team four or five times now, um, definitely three times in the state finals, and I think a couple semi-state appearances also thrown in there um, where you're getting the guys – either just getting them back or, you know, you're not getting them back until the end of the week. So um, that is the good thing. The bad thing is um, a lot of the way the tournament used to be set up is you could scout all of your opponents over the course of the week, and now you don't get that uh, because, I mean, you can watch the opponent you're going to play Friday tonight uh, in the other game, but Friday you're playing the same time as your opponent will, who will be, you will be playing on Saturday. So mm-hmm. you're not able to scout them, and, a lot of cases, you don't even know who you're playing when your game finishes. So um, there's that kind of quick turnaround with not a lot of preparation that goes into uh, Saturday. And it's really a, just a, a matter of, you know, here's our five, here's your five. Let's go out and play basketball and see who's better that night. So are you, uh, look, I know you said because, you know, the workload and stuff, but you'd like to be able to see everybody. Are you a fan of the way this is now set up, or would you like them to go back to the way that they were doing it? I have flip flops. Um, I definitely like only having to worry about this uh, three t- three days a week, especially because um, something behind the scenes that not a lot of people know is on the Wednesday of this week every year, all of the football coaches get together and we have uh, you know sit down and and a lot of them will have wings and um, cold beverages, um, whatever it might be, and we do the uh, Journal and Courier All Area Football Team. So. That is a, a lot of behind-the-scenes work on my end to get ready for that, to get that all set up, to rent a room um, at the establishment we use for that. So it is a stressful week for sure when I have five days of basketball plus that. So the three days is definitely good for me, but I do like being able to see every single team play three times over the course of the week, which now I can't be in two places at once as much as I've tried to do numerous times, um, so that's just not possible with the way the tournament is set up now. Sam King for the Journal and Courier with us here on the Hammerhead Hotline. Give us a little inside uh, little inside baseball there. I didn't realize that there's a secret location where everybody sits down to uh, determine that stuff with uh, football. So 
That's good. I'll have to I'll put that one away for later. Uh, let's move on to some of the other winter sports here. You know, uh, girls basketball already ran through the tournament, uh, what, about uh, a week and a half ago or so. And uh, Benton Central comes out on top of that one uh, over Twin Lakes. And then uh, CC third over Harrison. Uh, what were your takeaways from the girls' side of the tournament? Well, Benton Central uh, is still one of the top teams in Class 3A, which has now been a decade-plus um, you know, preseason sentence that we could say comfortably. So they've got uh, two seniors and, and Kennedy Tolan and Tressa Sinefsack who have been four-year starters. So I expect that those two will lead that team to a very good season. But I think it was just the overall depth of talent in this uh, area. I thought that uh, Harrison looked pretty good at times. Um, you know, the fact that they came out one and two in that tournament, maybe Coach Rush McCauley will say different, but um, Definitely was a surprise based on, um, you know, some of the new people who had to step up into different roles. Um, McCutcheon is going to get its best player back from an injury and didn't have it in that tournament, but still uh, played uh, admirably considering the circumstances. Uh, and I think that McCutcheon is going to be a very good team. Central Catholic is really good. Twin Lakes is really good. Uh, West Lafayette is really good. Obviously, Benton Central is pretty good, too. So, um, you know, there's maybe a couple teams that um, don't, you know, aren't going to have great seasons or are going to struggle at times for different, you know, scenarios, whatever it might be. But there is a lot of really good basketball, and it goes beyond just the, the teams that were in that tournament in this area. I think that a lot of basketball games during the girls' season in this area are going to be kind of must-watch games. When you say struggle for various reasons, uh, I mean, one of those places obviously is Lafayette Jeff dealing with that coaching change uh, right at the beginning of the season there. Uh, what's the future hold for the Broncos uh, girls basketball team? Well, I think, you know, it's been tough um, in the last couple of years just to, to get things going consistently. They came up this three-year run where they were just, you know, they were dominating all the teams in this area pretty much. And, uh, you know, that sometimes happens when you get a really good group that comes through, but you've got to be able to sustain that. You've got to have, you know, the groups coming up. And I think that Jeff has had, you know, throughout the, the years since, one or two girls that were, you know, top tier, maybe talents or um, maybe like top ten type players in this area, but didn't have the, the players around them to, you know, kind of accentuate what they're able to do. And when you ask one player to bring the ball up, uh, create for themselves, and they get out and score 20 points and your team puts up 40, it's tough to win basketball games. So um, I think that, it's, you know, what Lafayette Jeff needs is maybe uh, more talent, um, you know, at once, kind of like a pretty good group to come in, and that's kind of the trickle-down effect. We've kind of seen that now with what the football program has done there, where, you know, they'd have a good class and uh, didn't have maybe the, the class or two behind it, maybe didn't have that talent, and the football program struggled for a long time. Now they've got, you know, trickles down from seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, and then they, you know, those kids grow up and kind of have this expectation of, of winning. So um, I think it's just a matter of kind of getting that that group in there that can keep them going in the right direction, and obviously they're still looking for a permanent head coach. Uh, so, you know, hopefully whoever brings, comes in and takes over that role can kind of get that going a little bit and um, have a Broncos back in the mix, you know, for years to come. Now, I know this is Indiana and all the attention, you know, gets put on basketball, but uh, this winter there's still plenty of other sports going on, obviously. Uh, you've got, got swimming and diving. Uh, you've got uh, you know wrestling going on here as well. Uh, gymnastics on the girls' side. 
what are a couple other things maybe that uh, folks should keep an eye out on for uh, this uh, winter season? Maybe storylines or uh, uh, specific teams that can uh, have a lot of success this year. Yeah, um, one that's actually not HSAA sanctioned, but is uh, I think a kind of a big deal is there's a, a young lady at McCutcheon named Riley Dimpy Wolf, and mm-hmm. she is a three-time girls uh, wrestling state champion. So she has a chance to run the table four years as a girls state champion. There's a lot of really good re- girls wrestlers around here. Lafayette Jeff has a, a good program up and running. West Lafayette's got a few that are um, talented. Some of them even wrestle on the boys' team. So um, I think that that's one thing to, to kind of just watch from afar and um, you know see how they do. And that's a, a quick growing sport. So if you know if they can find a boys' sport to match it, I wouldn't see why the ISSA maybe in coming years doesn't uh, kind of put their stamp on that and um, sanction that sport if, if enough schools are, are getting the athletes to do it. Um, another one I would say I would go to the gymnastics front where uh, Harrison Senior Haven Gibson has a chance to win three straight uh, state vaulting championships. So that is a big deal. Um, you know, not I think she was the first. No, she was the second um, gymnastics state champion from this area, but. Uh, followed Chris Dilly, who did it four years ago, and then the next year Haven won her first, and then last year repeated on the vault. So um, gymnastics kind of coming around in this area. And then um, on the wrestling front, uh, I know a lot of people around here are familiar with Mo Amanade by now, mostly for what he's done in football, but he was a uh, heavyweight runner-up last year, despite only wrestling about half the season and despite missing maybe the first half of the season year before that because he had never wrestled before and decided to come out late. Um, he is... Uh, you know, he's going to sign with Purdue Boilermakers to play football, which probably means he's going to enroll in college in the spring, which probably means his wrestling career is going to end here in a, a few weeks. So, um, unfortunately, he doesn't get a chance to go for that state championship if that's the case, but he's got a teammate in Connor Barquette, uh, kind of the man-child along that defensive line with him um, the last four years. Uh, he's a, you know, he was a, a all-state wrestler at 195 pounds last year, and I think that is a kid that has the capabilities to win a state championship, and that is still something that uh, has not happened here in, in quite some time where there's been an individual uh, boys wrestling state champion. So um, I look forward to hopefully covering one. Um, you know, the only one that I've seen from this area has been from Delphi. So um, that would be, you know, a huge um, feather in the cap for Tiffany County if it can get an individual state champion in wrestling. Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier. I'm telling you, nobody loves high school sports like this guy does and covering them and telling those stories. So make sure you get your subscriptions at JNC Online, man. He does a great job of uh, reporting on all this stuff and finding those great stories. Sam, it is always a pleasure to be talking with you. I know it's going to be a busy week for you here with the uh, Hoops Classic, but look forward to reading the stuff, my friend. Thank you very much for having me on. Always a pleasure. Take care, Sam. All right, we got a break. We're going to come back, and uh, we'll get Caitlin Stephanie on from Purdue Sports, and uh, we'll talk about this week's upcoming matchups, games, and, and things that you need to get out there and uh, see over at Purdue. They're coming up next here on the Hammerdown Show on 101.7 The Hammer and 101.7.